Hi guys. Welcome to another episode of Kicking It Long. Hope you're doing well and safe. It's been an eventful couple of weeks at Arsenal. Willian has joined Arsenal on a free transfer. Arsenal announced 55 job redundancies as a consequence of the COVID pandemic. And then finally, the big news of Raul Sanlehi leaving his post of head of football. This coming after a day after it was leaked by ESPN that Arsenal had an internal investigation going on into overspending on transfers and intermediaries which was something Raul was directly overseeing. So while the official statement says it's an amicable parting of ways due to the covid pandemic it does look like Raul has been found responsible for spending more than what was required something Arsenal and their owners weren't happy about. Well, if FIFA 20 can fire you in manager mode for something like setting a release clause of a player too low, I'm thinking a self-sustaining club like Arsenal will do the same if you indulge in rare cards and overpay to get deals done. Anyways, as a result, Arteta and Edu have now been granted more direct power over transfers, which in my opinion bodes well for Arsenal. A manager having more control over the players he wants is always a good sign for the playing squad in terms of direction. Anyways, given it is silly season, we have a host of transfer rumors flying about. Given the context, it's very fascinating. Low budgets, lots of deadwood, a promising manager, and these boardroom changes mean Arsenal are in one of their most crucial transfer windows of all time. I've tried to look at Arsenal not in terms of positions alone, but in terms of skill sets, what they have and what they lack, especially with respect to what Arteta might want strategically. I have also attempted to give each of our squad a rating of some kind for these skill sets anyways let's start from the back with goalkeepers arsenal have two first class goalkeepers after a long time which means one is dispensable because as a club like arsenal you need the money in terms of who we choose to keep though there are five broad attributes i'm looking at in them shot stopping wise i think both are great They are the two best goalkeepers in the Premier League in terms of save percentage, both Leno and Martinez. Distribution-wise, nothing to separate them again. Although I do sometimes feel Martinez's distribution is slightly flatter, which might suit us. Positioning-wise, I think Leno is great, while Martinez is suspect at times, leaving the far post too wide open on occasion. But Martinez trumps Leno in the air with great command in the box and holding on to dangerous crosses. Finally, the attribute which tips the scales in Leno's favor is his experience. Martinez has been brilliant over 10 games this season, which to be fair is a small sample size. I think we can get around 20 to 25 million. I'm hoping for Martinez and sign someone like a Ben Foster or a Claudio Bravo as replacement. Moving on to fullbacks. I think this is one position that we don't really need to spend this summer with both our right back and left back options pretty much sorted. at least numbers wise and age wise but in terms of attributes and skill sets we can still do better on the ball i think our best right back is cedric but that doesn't say much about bellerin or maitland niles our biggest problem in right back is that we don't have players who can do both the offensive and defensive aspects of the game well bellerin and cedric are ordinary when it comes to winning duels while maitland niles is brilliant at it but maitland niles final ball quality is poor to go with his lack of defensive awareness which i think all of our right backs are guilty of to some extent when it comes to the left hand side though we have one of the league's best full backs in Kieran Tierney 
he ticks all the boxes crossing duels defensive awareness comfort on the ball and pace but our backup options at left back are more of wing backs than full backs in kolasinac and saka they do lack the defensive nose required for being a proper left back in a back four that being said we don't need to sell anyone as such but kolasinac surprisingly is just 26 so we can try to ship him for 10 million or greater if we can and manage with saka or a cedric as backup in terms of right backs Maitland Niles can probably be sold for good money if he wants to go. Say a 25 to 30 million fee sounds reasonable. In any case, I think we will need to buy a right back in probably say 2 years. Let's talk about center backs now. This is one position where we have a lot of players but a shortage in quality. Imagine having seven first team center backs and still wanting to sign one more in Gabriel Magalhaes. Let's look at what Arteta would want from his center backs on the ball. Three major attributes stand out for me. Firstly, we need a center back who can pass through the midfield lines effectively. Something only David Luiz at the moment can do at a world class level in our squad. Saliba looks to be good at it too, but all our options at center back are ordinary at best. Secondly, Arteta wants a left-footed center half playing on the left-hand side. This opens up more angles for passing and brings a natural flow to our game. We have Pablo Mari at the moment who is the only naturally left-footed center back at Arsenal. Gabriel if he comes will slot in straight away as well. David Luiz has a decent left foot too. So we look covered there. And the third attribute Arteta would look at is the ability to play long progressive diagonal passes. Luiz and Saliba are really good with this aspect of the game along with Gabriel when he signs. Other options in the squad are not as good though. Now let's look at what Arteta would want in terms of defensive attributes in his center backs. Let's start with what I consider a big weakness in our squad, the ability to be composed and stay on your feet. All too often we see all our center backs unable to handle players running at them, be it Luis, Mustafi, Socrates, Holding or Chambers. Though to be fair, the two Englishmen are slightly better at it than the rest. So it is important to have a calming presence at the back. someone who relies on strength, pace and tackling technique to handle runners. Saliba seems to fit the bill here from what I've seen of him. He doesn't dive in, he doesn't dive in and relies on his body strength to deal with runners. Another attribute which will be necessary is winning aerial duels and to be fair I think Mustafi is the best at this in our squad. We do seem to have improved a lot on this from our struggles in the previous decade. Saliba is a big improvement here as well. We do need a center back with composure firstly a leader a beast of a center back who can be taken seriously Gabriel might not be all this but he definitely ticks a lot of boxes for Arteta he is left footed very strong pacey in the first 5 to 10 yards and rates highly on the ball progression metrics he also seems to be calmer than our existing center backs evidenced by the fact that he has only 3 yellow cards this season and has conceded no penalties David Luiz take notes hopefully saliba and gabriel balance each other out and form a stable partnership think we will look to sell two of socrates chambers mustafi and holding the first two being more likely to be sold moving on to central midfielders this is a position where we are definitely short in quality and might be short in numbers which makes it a key focus area anyway let's look at what arteta wants on the ball from his central midfielders in terms of skill sets 
we will start with an important attribute which is vertical passing i think we have in shaka and sebeos decent options there however we will definitely need more thrust in this aspect the likes of torreira gendouzi willock are pretty ordinary secondly we need press resistant midfielders shaka is pretty poor in this respect and extremely one footed he does lose the ball under pressure sebeos is really good but you would imagine he can't be a long term option in a two man midfield to be fair torreira is pretty good at being press resistant too but his size always leaves me worrying he can be bullied off the ball another aspect which arteta will value is the ability to switch play using cross field passes shaka is great at this sebeos has a weird but effective technique gunduzi is pretty useful here too while torreira is more about quick short passes off the ball this arsenal squad requires players who can run up and down the field a box to box if you like none of our players barring joe willock have it in them to run up and down the pitch so that's an area we badly need to address positioning and interceptions wise shaka does a great job at it while sebeos has worked on this side of the game to a good extent gunduzi and terreira don't demonstrate the kind of positional di- discipline that arteta will want Winning duels is another aspect that Arsenal have long lacked in the center. But with Xhaka and Sebeos, they seem to have achieved a makeshift partnership who can do the job. But we will need a bigger, more mobile player who can cover ground and win duels. We can also do with the odd goal from midfield. While our current options have scored a combined 3 goals this Premier League season, which is just not good enough. In terms of ins and outs, there is going to be considerable movement, I think. Arsenal are looking to extend Dani Ceballos' loan, but Real Madrid seemingly want to sell him. He has been brilliant after the lockdown. Will be interesting to see if we can afford a 30 million fee for Ceballos. There are rumors of Torreira wanting to leave as well, with Serie A sides like Roma waiting to pounce. I'll be honest, I don't mind this sale happening at all, as I don't see him playing a big part under Mikel Arteta. Gendouzi is another who is sure to go, either on a player exchange deal. with Lyon's Avar or for cash to Unai Emery's Villarreal. So this does represent the biggest area to fill for Arsenal. We need an engine as well as a proper attacking midfielder, a number 8 to link the defense and attack. Thomas Partey, a player we are linked with, gives Arteta the engine in the middle, someone who can run up and down and win the ball. Atletico won 45 million for him and don't seem to want a budge. given that Pep Guardiola has previously been interested in him it does seem like Arteta might fancy him as well tactically Hasan Ar is someone i fancy and someone Arteta seems to want too he is beautiful to watch a central midfielder who offers more on attack and can link our midfield and forwards and hopefully add a few goals too moving on to attacking midfielders and wingers an area which badly needs filling is the central attacking midfield position We do have a lot of white players. Arsenal have even gone on and added a winger in Willian, who in my opinion is going to prove very useful. However, I think centrally the team has been crying out for some quality. Notwithstanding the Ozil situation, he is likely to be unused, so I'm not considering him in this analysis. Again, let's start with what Arteta will want in terms of skill sets on the ball. The biggest gap in the squad at the moment is a player who can find spaces between the lines and receive the ball on the half turn. We have absolutely no one who can do this at a good level. Willian is probably our best bet at the moment along with Nicolas Pepe to an extent. 
but we need the likes of Hassan Moar, Coutinho and Madison who can receive the ball on the half turn and run at the defense. Willian has demonstrated that he can do this when he comes in centrally to receive the ball, but we will need more. Dribbling wise, we have really good players in Nicolas Pepe and Willian, but their final product often lets them down. Saka, who is our new number 7, has demonstrated potential in terms of being clever with his dribbling and having a quality end product. So hopefully he has a big season. Emil Smithrow is another who can play between the lines and receive the ball cleverly. So let's see how Arteta uses him this season now that he's back on loan from Huddersfield. Moving on to off the ball attributes. We have enough players who run in behind defenses. Aubameyang is world class in terms of making clever runs. Willian and Martinelli make good runs behind as well. I do want to see more in this aspect from Pepe and Saka, but looks like we are sorted with respect to this specific attribute. Arteta likes his attackers to press aggressively but smartly. The best we've got with regards to this is Martinelli, followed closely by Aubameyang and Willian. Aba and Willian also track runners doggedly, while Pepe, Saka, Martinelli and Nelson can improve this aspect of their game. Balancing attack and defensive effort is a prerequisite of the modern game. In terms of goal threats, we have a lot of players who can potentially contribute 10 goals a season. Aubameyang, Pepe, Willian and Martinelli hopefully share the goal scoring load from midfield. So in terms of player player movements, we don't need any white players because we have plenty of them. In central areas though, we need players who can receive the ball on the half turn and play the final ball and add a goal threat. Saka played it for a while, but we need better. Someone like an or or Coutinho will do wonders. I do think Hassan Moar is the better option for us long term. as he offers more protection to the center midfield and is a number 8 as such moving on to the strikers another position where we have an interesting decision to make whether to sell lacazette or not first let's look at what arsenal have in terms of skill sets goal scoring is obviously the most important and i'm not sure lacazette our primary number 9 is scoring enough 10 goals is hardly anything and considering enketia and martinelli are young and unproven This puts a lot of pressure on Aubameyang to score the goals. But as a number 9, what Arteta rates is hold up play and quick link-ups, which Lacazette is very good at. His close control is also something Arteta rates. However, what Lacazette lacks is pace, which should ideally add to his pressing game. Enketia and Aubameyang both have pace and press defenders really well. At the moment, we have been using Lacazette as a false nine almost, letting Aubameyang make runs in behind exploiting the gaps left by opposition center backs tracking like as it wonder if Arteta will use Aubameyang as a number 9 this season though given that Willian has joined us in terms of player movements we need a 15 to 20 goal striker playing as a number 9 like as it at his best can do that but he's 29 and he probably gets us a good market value only now so a sale to Juventus cannot be ruled out We will probably look at buying a cheaper striker if Lacazette is sold. Say a Josh King maybe. Anyway, to sum it all up, on top of Willian, I think Arsenal need an attacking midfielder, a central midfielder and a center back in that order of priority. I think as a net outlay we can look at a 30 million spend if we sell smartly in this difficult market. A 100 million spend on three purchases set off by a 70 odd income on sale of Deadwood. 
we are also on a recruitment drive for the under 23s signing youngsters with a potential upside from clubs who have released them for free logic being we can only profit from these deals either financially or on the field moreover existing under 23 players have been sent out on loan to various league 1 and championship clubs i think this is a smart thing to do in the current financial scenario trying to emulate chelsea's hoarding of youngsters to make easy money if you think about it we are doing a lot of chelsea things now signing their old players hoarding youngsters and sending them out on loan winning cup finals with an african striker hopefully we will win the league soon with a young iberian manager who was once a legendary manager's assistant at one of the best clubs in the world before i get any more ahead of myself i think i should bring the curtain down for this episode thanks for listening in guys have a good one